Hey everybody, welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy Podcast. My name is Walida Sheree, and today I want to ask you a question. Who taught you about money? So without further ado, let's get into this. So I just want to come to you all today because I have this question I want to ask you guys. So it's more so a discovery kind of podcast today, more so than me giving you some tips or educating you about a specific topic. So one of the questions I wanted to ask is how has culture influenced the way we spend money? And I want you to really take a second and I want you to think about it. From my personal experience, I think that culture absolutely can impact the way a person spends money. If you remember commercials back in the day when you watch TV, they used to entice, especially kids, to convince their parents to purchase things for them. And you can see it now on the internet internet. But the good thing is, is that you have the option to skip or you can have the option altogether to just pay not to see any type of ads. So I think in a way culture has changed over the last few years. Today, I want you to really think about who taught you about money. And it's going to take, like I said, time and discovery to figure that out. And once you figure out who you learn your money habits from, it'll be easier for you to tackle any other topic that we talk about the rest of this month and moving forward. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to take a look into your home and ask yourself, did your parents sit you down every single month and explain the bills that had to be paid and also explain why they need to be paid? If you can recall any of those type of memories, then you're actually in a good position because most times parents are too busy to actually sit down and teach their kids about money. You can also learn negative money habits from your parents. So if you have parents who sat you down at the table or didn't sit you at the table to write down bills, then you probably learn how to budget or not budget because of them. If you had a parent that always appeared to have everything under control, you always have every single thing you've ever asked for, and they always have all of the nicest foods and the fanciest restaurants, did the job that they work quantify how much money they were bringing in compared to the things that they purchase. Meaning, if you were to take their salary and deduct living expenses, could you really say that what they earned in income was reasonable for what they could afford? Or that they use credit cards to mask the fact that they didn't have enough money to put you into some type of fantasy world where you believe that everything was always okay, even if it weren't. Because if you grew up in a household like that, more times than not, you're probably going to think the solution to any type of financial problem is to take out some form of debt, some loan, some credit card, and hopefully, God forbid, a payday loan. Also, another way you can actually learn about money through your parents is indirectly through watching the way they speak about money. That you watch them argue constantly about money. That you watch them constantly give you lectures whenever you did ask for money. That they always seem stressed out every month trying to make sure that all the bills are paid as well as all of your needs are met. So these are all the things that we need to start thinking about in order for us, like I said, to move forward in our financial journey. First, we talked about the home. Now I want to move a little bit in a different direction to the community. Think back the community that you were raised in. Collectively, if people were to judge, would they say that the community that you came from was poor, middle class, upper middle class, or was it considered rich? And I want you to really think about that because a lot of times we grow up in an environment and we don't even realize the conditions of where we are because we have nothing else to compare it to. So for instance, I came from a two-parent home. Both parents worked. So I was classified because of their income as middle class. However, 
Looking around in my surrounding neighborhood, I realized that something didn't add up. Um, we had the projects up the street, which is considered poor class. Um, around the corner, we had the beach, which was considered upper middle class. And so it just appeared that that we seemed to be a little bit better off than other people. But when basing our living conditions to places such as where I am now in Dallas, it was probably not considered ideal. So what I'm trying to say is the community in which you are brought up, you can probably adopt certain mindsets about how money should be based upon how you grew up in your surrounding neighborhood. So with that being said, if you're listening and you're an adult and you are independent of your parents, how has your status changed financially? If you were brought up in a poor class, today are you considered still poor class or did you advance and go up to middle class? If you grew up middle class, did you now advance to go to middle upper class? Did you grow up middle class and now you've now taken a turn backwards in your poor class? These are all things I think we need to really think about because they all play a part on our psychology and how we deal with money. It is up to you to figure out a way to change that mindset. You have to be open and willing to change it Otherwise, you'll never see that change happening. And the third thing is the media. All of these ads and all of these algorithms are targeted to make you become more of a consumer. And the media in itself, aside from any type of advertisement and algorithm and how they sell your information and data to different companies so that they can target you, the media has weaponized the way we've become consumers. And by that, when you listen to the music, when you watch TV, whenever you are on social media, Everything is always a comparison game. Everybody wants to be the most popular, most wealthy, most happiest person out there. When in reality, majority of the time, all of that is just a facade. It's not even real. Have you ever felt pressure to make certain purchases in order to fit in, such as paying more for a car to look cool, even though you have poor credit, just to be able to get a pat on the back from a person or two. Because to be honest, most of the things that people buy for the moment, people give you some type of confirmation of approval. But outside of that, they really don't care. In fact, what most people don't realize is that the things that they purchase actually invoke jealousy in the people they're trying to impress. Therefore, they sour certain relationships because then people say, oh, you think you're better than us, or they start to ask you for money or resources and you don't always want to give it. So that's the other issue that we have to deal with is how the media has now trained us to become a certain type of consumer. There's this um, influencer on YouTube. Her name is Jackie Ina, and she brought up a point in one of her recent videos I actually agree with. She said that people call out influencers as being fake. And some of the supporting details that she gave was that people think influencers are fake because they show them on these type of vacations and these houses and these cars and stuff. And most of the times they are living in lots and lots of debt. However, there are influencers who are well off, who aren't as showy, but they aren't as relevant as the ones who are putting themselves out there. And what she said is, is that even if an influencer makes a lot of money and they don't show it off, people would then say, Maybe they don't have a lot of money because they're not as showy as such and such. Um, I struggle with that myself because, of course, what I talk about on a weekly basis is money, but I'm not a showy person. I do have nice things. I have a very comfortable lifestyle, but I do know that people want to see certain things that I'm not willing to show. So I guess I'm not going to ever be as relevant as some influencers because there are certain things that I just don't think is anybody's business. But I can tell you what I'm doing 
to show you how to get there. But I think when people start to be flashy when it comes to cars and houses and clothes and things like that, most of those things don't even make them happy. They're doing it to try to hopefully make other people like them more. And it's always going to be problematic when you're trying to please people that you don't even like and who don't even like you. Basically, what Jackie Anna was saying is that influencers, even if they wanted to be genuine, they really can't because people are going to expect them to do more. And even if more is going to send them into debt, people are expecting them, if they're going to talk to them about a certain topic, to be able to show the receipts. So a question I have for you guys is, if you're a guy, are you chasing women that you can't afford to take care of should you get her pregnant? Because what I'm noticing is there's a lot of people out here dating, but they're not in a position to date. And I'm not saying that you should cancel people out you know, for love because they don't have the money, but you need to find some free to inexpensive options if you are going to continuously chase after different types of people. Otherwise, you can never build wealth that way. The other thing is, the other question is, if you're a lady, are you trying to attract men so that they can pay for your fancy dinners, luxury vacations, Birkin bags, and red bottoms? There's more sustenance that I think most women are lacking because those are the only things they're chasing because that is what the media portrays that we should have. So I think it's it's making us new slaves. And Kanye made a song back in the day. And I know some of you guys are going to be like, stop right now because you're talking about Kanye. But, but if you listen to that song, New Slaves, I really do think it has some bars in the song because we are now willing to work, sweat, and cry over getting some extra dollars just so we can give it to somebody else. We're not even reinvesting it in ourselves to make ourselves better. We're not investing it in our futures. We are investing it for the short term, again, to try to appease people who we don't even really care about at the end of the day. So my challenge for you today is to write down who your role models are for spending, saving, and investing. And this doesn't have to be a person that you talk to every day. This can be somebody you see on um, social media. This can be books you've read, conferences you've attended, a friend of a family. And once you do that, I want you to ask yourself, are they living the life that you want to live? And I'm not saying that, you know, for instance, like your parents, they might mean well, but you still have to, you are still accountable for your own actions. So you have to really examine if the advice that is given is really going to take you to where you want to go. And even with me, every single thing I tell you all is not Bible. It's not set in stone. You need to always go back and do your own research. And I always advise you to use the spirit of discernment to see if it applies for you. Because number one, I am not a financial planner. I'm not a financial advisor. I did not go to school for this. However, I have spent years of research and I know what has worked for me and what has worked for others. But you should always consult with the professional if there's something you're very confused about. Or there's the World Wide Web. There's the library. There's always a way for you to double check any type of information that you're given. So that's all I have for today. So if you haven't already, please consider subscribing and sharing with a friend. And until next time, I will talk to you later. <laughs>